This is the Tiger Town Sports Podcast, a podcast made to connect more with supporters of Northeast Athletics. Each week, we interview those who are responsible for setting the culture and leading our programs to success. Welcome to Tiger Town. To another edition of the Tiger Town Sports Podcast here on your favorite podcasting platform and on YouTube. Coming to you from our spacious Tiger Den studios <laughs> here, and we appreciate you joining us. Blake Law, joined by Ryan Moreland again for another week of Northeast Mississippi Community College Sports. And when I mean another week, Ryan, the calendar turned to September last week, and boy, did we get busy. Yeah, we did. You know, volleyball, you know, a new sport for us, volleyball, and then, of course, the football kicking in, and then fall, baseball and softball. It's just a Great time to be in Tiger Athletics. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about a really busy week coming up at the end of our show. But first, let's look back a little bit on last week. And specifically, we're going to look back at football right off the top. A huge win for Coach Greg Davis and his team. A 20-7 win over Hines and Ryan. History in the making. Our first home win. This is a hard stat to believe. <laughs> but our first home win over Hines in 49 years. Yeah, 49 years to the exact day. Yeah. <laughs> the irony in that, yes. Yeah, I had, to, I had to do a double take when I saw that. Yeah. But it, it's good to start your season at home, better to start at 1-0, and and now, you know, it's something to build towards going into your next game. That's right. And, and for a program uh, that, that is building for the future, uh, winning four of your last five season openers is a good thing as well. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it helps, you know, like going back to last season, you win three of your last four. So you end on, on kind of a high note, and you're able to keep that going by winning your, like you said, fourth out of five last season opening game. So that's big. That's right. You know, we had Ryan Trevathan, our offensive coordinator, and Sean Cannon, our defensive coordinator, on the last two weeks of the Tigertown Sports Podcast. They both mentioned there were going to be a lot of new faces on their units. Uh, we saw a lot of new faces. However, some uh, sophomores were contributors, including Kylan Vaughn, who had a touchdown reception. Good to see Cameron Dill get in. Uh, they had some packages for him, and he also threw a touchdown uh, pass as well after uh, Justin Qualick had to leave the game because his helmet came off for one play. Uh, and then uh, some other guys, too, Cortavius Rogers, didn't have as much of a role in last year's team, picks up a block punt and returns it for a TD. So it was good to see some of those guys step forward. Didn't get the, they may be sophomores, didn't get a chance to play much last year, but uh, we did see a lot of new faces too. And another name that you might, you might have forgot to mention was Jaden Robinson. You yes. know, last year, mm-hmm. kind of a crowded running back room. And, you know, this year coming back as a sophomore, trying to lead the running back room. You know, we had almost 70 yards on the ground, so yeah. and he looked really good on running the football, he too. He sure did. 97 all-purpose yards is what we had him with as well. And then you had some transfers that made an impact, specifically on defense, Ryan, uh, where uh, Jalik Yancey had a couple of good plays, but the man that stood out, Keaton Thomas, blocked the punt that was returned for a touchdown, ended up with double-digit tackles. Um, and then you also had uh, Jacob Foster from Greenville, Alabama, Troy transfer, ended up with a big interception that really sealed the win at the end of the game. Yeah, the defense is full of a lot of transfers, and, you know, they showed off why, you know, they might their potential of why they signed where they were. And, you know, for whatever reason, just bouncing back uh, to JUCO to, for a chance to play, to continue their football career, and, you know, they're going to get even to continue that going forward after yeah, this no year. no doubt. And, and the extra reps they're getting are going to be invaluable for their football career moving forward. Um, if you missed the game for whatever reason, whether you watched it on NMCC TV, weren't able to, I should say, or whether you weren't in Tiger Stadium, it was a fun game, a good atmosphere at Tiger Stadium. The t- show band from Tigerland uh, made it a great night as well, and we pick up that win 20-7 to over the Heinz Eagles. Ron, do you have any other takeaways that we haven't talked about yet? You know, I thought from top to bottom, defense to offense to special teams, I thought it was, you know, they played a complete game. Of course, the first game, you're always going to make mistakes. Penalties or, you know, just 
mistakes in general. Mm -hmm. But I thought we did well in the first game, and now it's something to build on going into week two. Yes, it is. Also, the offense was a little more ahead of schedule than it was this time last year as well. Um, thought they looked crisp. Uh, the passing game was fine. Kowalik worked well with his receivers. O-line uh, was, was very good as well, I thought, for week one. And so, like you mentioned, Ryan, a lot to build on um, and build they will as the, the road in the MACCCC does not get any easier for sure. And we'll talk about Pearl River this week's opponent at the end of our podcast. We also had volleyball going on last week, as Ryan mentioned. Uh, six matches for them as they're right into the heart of their schedule now. Uh, had their first region match round that we were at against Northwest. So good to have that under their belt. And uh, they continue to build experience uh, for a brighter future ahead. Yeah, maybe not the week that volleyball would have liked to have had. But again, you know, you've got to, you know, in the first year program, you've got to start somewhere. So even if you start here, you can at least build and hope to get to where some of these programs are that you're playing. That's right. And then baseball rounded out the week. Their fall opener, they took on Itawamba in Fulton, a doubleheader there in which they split the results. The results in the fall don't really matter, Ryan, um, but it is the experience they got. And Coach Harrelson, who will be our guest on next week's podcast, uh, was talking about the importance of fall, and it's just the reps, really, and letting some of the freshmen and newcomers that we're going to have on our team make some of those mistakes and get it out of the system before we get to the spring. Yeah, let's see what some of these guys got. You know, last year, you know, there might have been some freshmen that didn't get a lot of reps and this is a chance for them to see what they have and see what they can do in a bigger role moving absolutely forward. and they'll be in action this week again we'll talk about that at the end of our podcast coming up another busy week at northeast and we're looking forward to more action now let's turn our attention to our special guest on next week's podcast and it is Derek devon head golf coach of our northeast tigers uh coach devo mm -hmm. as we talked to him and we got to know him well over the last couple of years in his golf program you know he restarted this thing four years ago the first season got interrupted with covid and then year two, won a conference championship uh, by year four last year, taking the whole team to the national tournament for the first time at the NJCA Division II level in program history. So, Ron, he's done a great job of elevating that program as to one of the better teams in the country. Yes, he has. And, you know, before, before he was the head coach here, he also played here mm -hmm. during That's his right. collegiate days. So he's able – he kind of knows the grind a little bit of what it's going to take to get to that national tournament. And, I feel, and he's done a great job with his getting his teams there he sure has and this year's team looks pretty good as well based off the interview we had with him ryan and so we're looking forward to hearing from that ryan we're going to talk with coach devo about this year's team which again they're a week away from their first match talking about a busy fall <laughs> they're, they're they're going to add to that here in a week as well uh so they'll be playing their first matches next week at mossy oak down in west point and so we'll talk about that we'll talk about his entire schedule uh during the fall and the spring of course they've got the split season schedules to accommodate the courses staying in good shape as well uh we'll talk about his history in golf which goes back uh to his days at northeast and then we'll talk about his tenure as head coach so a great interview coming your way hope you enjoy it when we come back we'll have Derek Devon, head coach of our golf team, when we return right here on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Someone once said, life is constantly moving forward, and that's the way we like it. First day, first year moving forward, fast. Don't just find yourself, create your future. Want to design something? Great. Learn how to design websites and apps. Learn anything. With education, you can change the world. Future in fighting crime? Want to save lives? Do it here. And here, too. Side by side, learning from experts in their fields. But you've got to move forward fast. Because today is now and tomorrow is coming soon. And to get ahead of the game, you've got to get ahead of your time. Moving forward, not backwards, forward. 
So what are you waiting on? Get moving. Move your ideas. Move others too. This is your future, your opportunity. So take it and move all of us forward. And we welcome you back to the Tiger Town Sports Podcast here. We're joined by our special guest this week, the head golf coach of our Tigers, Coach Derek Devon. Derek, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. And from now on, we're going to call you Devo. Just I, get that out of the way. Everybody calls you around here. And, that's perfect. And this, this is the legend of Derek Devon, Devo, right here. Devo, thanks for joining us first and foremost. Um, you're coming off of another wonderful golf season here at Northeast, especially the spring last year was tremendous. Let's go back and revisit that before we talk about this upcoming year and, and describe that great run we went on to get up to nationals for the first time as a team. Yes, so the the, the spring was a lot better. Um, we actually played a lot better. Just, you know, um, got Cody back uh, out there with the guys and got J.D. off the football field, uh, which was a big, tremendously help. So, um, and then, you know, we went to nationals and uh, performed uh, um, okay, I, I would say. You know, of course, you know, you always got high expectations, but as uh, long as you finish right there in the middle of the pack, you, I believe uh, that, that was a job well done by them. Absolutely, and you mentioned Cody, and he's back for this year. We're going to talk about a lot more about him here in just a minute. But uh, J.D., you also got Trey Blackard back, and who just sadly dealt with that back lingering back injury almost yes. his entire career here at Northeast. Uh, but things really came together in April, did they not? They did. Right at the right time, you went into the conference tournament, played well. Then at districts down in Natchez, you played extremely well. John Daniel had a great tournament there. He did. And so it was almost a case where you guys got hot at the right time, right? We did. We did. We uh they, they all came together, like you said, and uh, got hot, uh, just, you know, all the hard work that they'd put in. Um, and they was just very prepared for what was coming on. It wasn't about just one guy. Um, it was more of a team effort. Uh, if one guy didn't play as good, uh, they uh, other guys stepped up. That's right, and of course he ended it up at Swan Lake up in Indiana, and obviously I, I doubt anybody except for maybe the participants that may be watching this from last year has ever been to Swan Lake, but it, it's a course that is unlike anything in Mississippi. Yes. Um, it's beautiful. There's no question about that, There, there, and but this, it can't be duplicated down here, and so to play it as well as we did, you know, there were some bad days with wind, right. uh, some temperature fluctuations for sure, um, but for them to go up there and play as well as they did for the first time as our program making it at nationals at the division two level i thought that was a really next great stepping stone for us right yes it was uh you know the the, the thing about it uh up there at swan lake is uh there's not really a bad what i would call a bad lie up there uh there's grass everywhere um it's kind of like the delta where it's got black soil um so they can grow grass anywhere uh and it's it was some places that you know, of course it was as thick but um, it wasn't bare dirt like it is around here on, on mm -hmm. places. But, yes, um, the, the conditions at times, uh, there was a frost delay. Uh, I believe yeah, that was a new one to me, yeah, frost delay. A frost delay for the national championship. Uh, so um, we had to wait till the frost got off the, the greens where we could play. But, uh, you know, we, we played as good as we could have played, I believe, uh, um, you know, for us, the conditions and, and what we could get out of, the, out of those rounds that we could get out of. 
That's right. You know, and one thing I like about you, Devo, is that um, golf obviously is important to you. You've right. got other responsibilities on campus, but you make it a family type deal. I do. You know, all the time we're up there, and, and it's it's an amazing trip. You went to Chicago, mm -hmm. uh, and not even just that though. It's the fact that you know the families of the golfers right. are so intertwined in what you do around the course, and then your own family. You're right. up there making memories. How how special is that? It was uh, so. Of course, we got in trouble. Uh, I think one day uh, we had. Um, they were still trying to play, and, uh, you know, there was two courses up there, and so uh, some of the uh, the members was trying to play the other course, and uh, we had so many kids uh, out there fishing, uh, and, and it wasn't just – it wasn't just our team, yeah. you know, of course, it's other teams. But, uh, you know, that that's the thing about having it at Swan Lake is there's so many lakes up there and so many big bass and stuff that that gives the kids something else to do because we all stay on the course, and that's a big experience. Um, that's why I like going there. But, uh, yes, being able to take the family um, and other families, you know, getting to join in and uh, getting to see, uh, you know, some excitement outside of playing golf uh, and the other things that's going on as far as going to the Cubs game and that type of stuff. But, yes, it was a family ordeal, and, uh, you know, we look forward to that every year. Yep. For those that may not know, Derek Devon, describe – you know, how blessed you've been through your life, some of the things you've been able to do, and what else you do here at Northeast. Um, yes, so th this was uh, – being a coach was not uh, what I would call on top of my radar. Uh, this was not what uh, I went to school for. Um, this was not, you know, uh, what I could foresee when I, you know, graduated here uh, a few years ago. So, uh, but, yes, uh, so I teach industrial maintenance and electrical technology. Um, uh, so teach six classes in two days. That's so why I teach three classes uh, each day. And so I'm in the classroom from 8 o'clock to 1.30. And so I'm not like some of the other uh, coaches and some of the uh, throughout the other programs to actually get to be out there on a the golf course as much as they do. But, uh, yes, I have to juggle that and then plus juggle uh, a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old playing travel baseball. So we're on the go all the time. Um, so it's sometimes it's hard to, to know exactly uh, where I'm supposed to be at at each day. And so my wife usually uh, keeps me, you know, she works here too, works for President Ford. So she keeps me straight just as much as she does him uh, as far as where I'm supposed to be at at what time. Um, and plus, you know, like today, uh, today I have a board meeting. Uh, I'm also on the board of Marietta. So uh, I have a board meeting at 7 o'clock tonight. So I have to juggle that too. So. Yes, I'm, I've got a lot of hats I have to put on throughout the, throughout the week and the month. Well, you do it well, and let's give a shout-out to Misty Devon right now Correct. because I know, just as well as you know, behind the backbone of every great man right. is a better wife. You got that right. And, and so I think we've both been blessed with two pretty good wives, Correct. without a doubt. So shout-out to her. Um, I don't know how they juggle the kids around everything <laughs> we've got going on. Isn't that right? That's right. I don't I, – you know, I, I don't – I don't regret any day being with her because she, like I said, she makes my day better. And mm -hmm. she, and of course, I know she makes a lot of people's day better just because of what all she does uh, for this college. That's 100% true. Look, let's talk about your golf background before we get into talking about this team uh, here on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. And we thank you all for watching. Derek Devon is our guest. Coach, the golf scene here, that's something you grew up with, though. You played it here mm -hmm. at Northeast. You played it prior to that at right. Side High School. Um, and you had some success no. here. No, you did not? No. Really? We, okay, we well, did that's, not have golf at Site. You, you didn't have golf at Site back nope. then. So that's something you, you just dropped on me right there. So the first time you were on a golf team was here at Northeast. Correct. Uh, so describe that moment. I know you played for Coach Lauderdale Correct. back then. And uh, you ended up being one of his better golfers, as I remember, right? Yes. So uh, – 
like you said, uh, there wasn't no golf at Newside at the time. Um, so um, it, it all started, if, if we want to get real deep in this, um, uh, we had a business uh, doing show wood for furniture and uh, working for a company uh, putting on legs on the bottom of a couch. So we make anything that's decorative on a couch. And uh, we had that business for over 30 years. And so that was really my goal in life was just to go to school um, and then work, uh, try to run the company. That mm -hmm. was that was what I wanted to do, work with my dad. And so when all the furniture factories uh, went to China, uh, that's where most stuff is made now, uh, back in 2005, I went back to school. And when I went back to school, that's when I got offered um, a chance to play uh, for, for Craig. Uh, I was working for him at the time at the country club and um, he had knew me uh, before and of course i'd played with him a million times out there and uh, so oh, yeah. he had offered me a, a a chance to come play and uh that that was a, a perfect opportunity for for me to uh get to play collegiate level golf that uh, i didn't think i'd ever do and and you know it, that was an experience for me to be able to go to the national championship there twice Mm -hmm. uh, in New York, uh, and so I still talk to some of the guys every now and then. See the some of the guys that, of course, you'll have the team with, and uh, you know that was a great experience for me too. Yeah, and of course you went when we were at the Division Three level. Um, but nonetheless, what a great experience it was to go to New York State for uh, two years in a row. Uh, talk about some of those great teammates you had over those two years, because I know there were a number of outstanding young men on those teams. Yes, uh, it's the first year. Uh, of course, our stud was Chase Williams. Yeah. And uh, Chase was All-America. I think he finished second, I believe, second or third at the national championship. Um, but Chase was a tremendously athlete uh, from uh, Alcorn Central. Um, and then, you know, of course, we had some Corinth kids. Uh, it was a Butler kid. Uh, Kurt, um, and then we had, uh, uh, I can't remember some of the rest of them, the name, but Hunter Shipman. Me and Hunter was the only freshman on the team at the time. And then, of course, Hunter came back. And then we, we had uh, Hunter is just was – Hunter reminds me of JD. He was just a tremendously athlete. Anything he touched, that's just the way he was. Mm -hmm. From football to basketball to baseball, just whatever he put in his hand, um, he could play it, and he could play it at the elite level. Mm -hmm. um, and so I see Hunter uh, now a lot uh, out. Uh, he's one of the umpires for baseball, and and I think he does maybe football, but uh, uh, he's just a uh, he, he's a big fisherman too. He's a professional fisherman. But Hunter, uh, I still see Hunter a lot, and we still talk some. So um, that that was some great times growing up. And you mentioned Craig Lauderdale as well, your coach. You know, obviously you had the pleasure of coaching his son, kind Correct. of a full circle moment as well. How much has Craig meant to you and to this program through the years? What well, do you think? Oh, a lot. We, we still talk at least once a week, sometimes more than that, uh, you know, just going over things, you know, for us. Uh, of course, he's back to pro again at the country club. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, we you know we'll talk about everything that's going on. Who's the upcoming kids, you know, that it's in their area that met, that he may have, uh, have saw recently. So, uh, we, we just need to, uh, you know, I can't thank him enough really, of, of what kind of insight he's given me, uh, over the years. Absolutely. He's been a big part of the program as a coach. And then, as you mentioned, as a confidant as well through the years and, and Austin coming through here, it's just been a great relationship with Craig Lauderdale in our golf program through the years. Right. Uh, yep, it has been. Austin was a, you know, uh, he came from Meridian. Um, you know, he was, 
he'd already really committed to Meridian when I took the job, and uh, he went on to Meridian and then came back his second year. Uh, but uh, and then I think he played an extra year he because got COVID of, year. he got that COVID year, which uh, which we had Tate uh, Tate came back, you know, and Garrett Gray came back from Meridian, so that really built our team that what won our state championship that time, and so uh, with uh, uh, Jake Kilcrease from Alabama, mm -hmm. so that, that that was our that that made up a great team, which made up a great run, and I'm hoping to repeat that one day. Absolutely. You mentioned that, and that kind of leads into my next question. Um, the last three years have been pretty special by, by their each own individual accolade. You know, the first year you took over, COVID shut you down right. halfway through the spring. Then that second year, you get that state championship that you just mentioned. Right. Really, really special moment. Last year, Tate Dickerson, the first team All-American, you know, something that doesn't yes. ha hadn't happened here in many sports often. Right. Uh, tremendous round in the national tournament. And then this year, for the first time at the Division II level, uh, you made the national tournament as a team so it seems like every year you're adding something on uh to that list is there one of those moments that was more special than the other obviously i know the championship's pretty special but it seems like all three years you've been able to accomplish something pretty special yes uh you know i, I can't really say that any of them's you know more than the others just because uh they all meant a lot to me uh of course you know being able to have the first uh, state championship for us at dtu level was great you know Craig uh, actually helped me uh, coach uh, throughout uh, the spring uh, mm -hmm. of course he was coaching basketball at that time at Saltilla so he got to help me some you know in the playoffs type uh, but uh, you know that that was a great run with uh, with them and Jake went on to play with Troy um, but you know having Tate win that uh, All-American honors you know you just don't really realize how much of a talent he really was yeah until mm -hmm. he's gone type deal you know that that's just one of those athletes that you get that you know you just kind of expect um to perform because every time he laced up his shoes you knew exactly what he was going to do but uh, he was a great talent to have um you know he's he's out there trying to make it on the pro tour uh, just got recently got engaged this weekend yep. shout out to tate dickerson uh, that's so right he'll be a Kristen. married man some way down the line yeah i like it and so um maybe they'll have a uh you know grow up to have a little kid you know uh and uh, be able to maybe play here one day. Who knows? Love but that. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's he's trying to make it on the pro tour. But you know, th this this year was special too, though. Uh, the, coming from what we was in the fall, yeah, uh, until do we got to the spring and being able to turn the turn the tables and uh, to really be, you know, be I guess you could say considerate and to, to be able in the running to be able to go. But uh, you know, I look forward to this year and see what takes place. I agree with that, and, and that's something that, you know, obviously all the coaches here at Northeast and I have discussions behind the scenes, but the difference from last fall to last spring uh, what, what was night and day. Was it, it was, night. it was. Um, that, you know, just, uh, I don't know, the, we, we didn't really have I, I, what I would say a leader mm -hmm. that we're just going to really, that you could actually depend on in the fall. But when the spring got there, uh, when you had J.D., and like you said, you had Trey, yep. and then you had Cody uh, to help Andrew um, and Caleb. It, mm -hmm. it really made a big impact um, on them guys because they know that they didn't have to tote the whole load. That's right. Uh, and, and when you can have a team that um, somebody can have an off day, but somebody else pick them up, that's when you tr truly have a great team. 
Yep. All right. Let's now talk here as we kind of toward the end of our podcast here. Uh, let, let's talk this year um, because as we record this and this interview will debut one week before your first tournament of the uh, fall calendar. Let me ask one more question before we go. Your sport is kind of unique, speaking of the fall calendar, and that you've got a regular season in the fall. You take, what, three months off, and then you pick it right back up in early February again with another tournament. How do you juggle that? It's hard. Um, you know, it's – uh, you know, th that's where it's tougher on me than I think than some of the others because, you know, the, they're trying to – let's just take football in, for instance. You know, the, you know the, he's, he's got them, you know, some in the summer, but he's trying to keep them eligible up to October. But I'm trying to keep a kid eligible from January – I mean, from August all the way through just because mm -hmm. from going to class to, uh, you know – course you know making the grades they're supposed to but also practice juggling and practice and trying to keep them healthy uh because uh you know we do have some injuries uh for, you know yeah, like we Trey, talked about exactly. Trey. you know uh th there is some times where you do have some injuries and so you know you, you need to take a time off just a little bit because uh golf is tough uh you know like any other sport it's a mental game mm -hmm. and sometimes you just need to step away from it a little bit and uh you know there's times where you know when you get get to November like last year, it was time to take a take a step back and let's reconsider what we're doing here, and and rejuggle that and uh, figure out what we're going to do, you know, through the spring. So, but yes, everything matters in the fall just as much as it does in the spring. Um, so I. I it's going to be a long grind, but looking forward to it. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I'm not going to get off topic again. Let's talk about this schedule. I like the way it starts off. A new course, a new location, but it's one of the nicest courses, they say, in the state of Mississippi. It is. We're starting it off at Mossy Oak, September 18th and 19th, just a week away from now when this podcast debuts. Talk about Mossy Oak and how excited you are to open at one of this nice, new, pristine courses. Yeah, so, you know, it's, I guess you'd say, the home of Mississippi State. That's where their practice facility is. Um, and so it's like a link style course, but it's one of the newest courses, um, I guess probably in one of the state for as the top courses in the state of Mississippi. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's at West Point right across the road from, uh, old Waverly. Um, but, uh, you know, we, as a team, I think we'll perform pretty good there just because, um, you've got to be able to put the ball in play, but you also got to need to be pretty long. Um, and, and I feel like the, our team is pretty long for as is that aspect of our game. So, yes, looking forward to getting in there at September 18th and 19th, uh, you know, just to see, put the tee in the ground for the first time and, and see when the lights come on exactly who's going to shine. So. Absolutely, and it's just about that time. Uh, there are four total tournaments in the fall semester that you are uh, enrolled in right now, shall we say. Um, the first three are conference events, starting with that one at Mossy Oak. Uh, then we're going a little further south, Philadelphia, Dancing Rabbit. That's a course we've played several years in a row now, and again, one of the nicest courses Correct. in the state. And that's one thing that I've noticed is that the, our competition level at the courses we're playing stepping up a little bit too this year as well, and inside the conference, is it not? Yes, yeah, so uh, far as a conference whole, we we made that decision going forward to play some of the nicer courses. Of course, it cost us, you know, the the college a little bit more money than it did in the past. But it gives our our guys a chance that if they really want to go to the next level. It gives them a chance to score. Mm -hmm. uh, like we talked about before, talking about the national championship. When you go to the national championship, you're playing on you know the most the most prestige. You know, some of the courses you know in the whole United States for it. Um, and so they've got plenty of grass to play on. But if you go to some of their other courses in the past, um, that they just wasn't set up 
for what a championship golf course needs to be set up for as far as didn't have the maybe they didn't have the funds to be able to uh to water enough or whatever but did just to have enough grass you know um for these guys to really be able to score uh, but playing these level of courses that's what they'd be playing if they didn't go on to the next level um and so that that'd give them these other coaches these d1 coaches these d2 coaches a chance to look at hey maybe this kid's worth giving a shot absolutely we'll come back and talk about dancing rabbit in a minute but uh, the final conference tournament in the falls at laurel country club that's another site that's been uh, quite a few years since it's hosted a tournament in our conference simply because jones hasn't had a golf team until last year for several years you know anything about laurel country club i do not uh, i've never played it in my life so um looking forward to going down there to check it out um i know uh uh, Coach Bob is uh, looking forward to everybody coming there. Um, and I've got to know him for the last couple of years, you know, just a tremendous man. But um, looking forward to going down there just to see exactly, um, you know, what they have to offer. Uh, so I, I, I don't expect nothing less than, you know, to be a prestige place, to be hard, um, and, you know, just to test their guys and see what happens. Yep. So now the end of the fall and the start of the spring semesters, you're going to be going down to the coast. You, there's always going to be a trip or two down there. Uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast, of course, so intertwined in the golf league uh, in our right. conference. Uh, they're hosting their fall invitational at Wind Dance, another great club, and then down at Diamond Head to begin the spring. Diamond Head's a place we haven't been in a while either, is it not? Correct. Uh, any thoughts on going down there to close the fall and, and open the spring as well? Well, you just, you know, you, you want to end the year, uh, I guess, and start the year, you know, at the warmest climate you can get to. And so that, that's what, uh, that's why we set these up that way. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to going down uh, to Wind Dance. Uh, always fun to go down to play the casino, casino-owned course. Um, we always usually play good down there. Mm -hmm. Try to watch out for the alligators. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 a great test for us but diamond head i've i've not played diamond head before mm -hmm. uh so looking forward to that uh i believe uh probably coach snail had something to do with that uh, if i had to guess uh you know he still got his hand up on everything so we we appreciate no way. <laughs> we appreciate everything that he helps oh us. yeah he does. Uh, he's but a legend he is a legend and then I, and, um you know i i can't thank him enough for everything he's done for our program too just you know uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that he does uh, still uh, but, uh, you know, I thank him for that. Uh, you know, he, he meant a lot to this uh, this whole state. So I, I thank him for that. Absolutely. And, and what is our Conference Player of the Year is named after him now, right? Correct. That's what I thought. That shows you enough about how much he has an impact in our community college conference. Now, one big change. We've hosted at Shallow Ridge two of the last three seasons. We'll make it three out of four this year. However, you're moving from the fall to the spring this year. You'll host the week after our spring break in March. Right. Uh, are you excited about bringing teams back to Corinth to Shallow Ridge? Yes. Uh, you know, that, that we really wanted to host in the in the fall but uh, just you know there's nowhere really a place to put it um we, we wanted to go to mossy oak um and so uh couldn't move it around that that time um uh, but you know we got an opportunity to host in the in the spring and i think that'd be great uh, the weather should hopefully cooperate um you know it usually does around spring break sometimes it's warm sometimes it's not but you know that that's the thing about uh, uh playing you know spring golf is you don't really know what you're going to get into. And that's why, you know, the high schools has moved everything to the fall because, right. every, you know, they know what they're going to get in the fall, but you don't never know what you're going to get in the spring. So, but yes, uh, some of the teams is wanting to go back up to shallow uh, after they played there last year. And uh, they like to go out there because, you know, you can score out there. It's, and it's always in pretty good condition. 
Um, and so we, we're looking forward to it, seeing what happens. And, of course, you know, that's our home turf. So uh, uh, hopefully we win. Absolutely, no doubt about that. So go ahead and mark on your calendar, March 18, 19. I know when, when we're talking about this, that's a long ways away. But, look, that's when we're going to be at Shallow Ridge. It'll be a practice round on Sunday and competitive rounds on Monday and Tuesday. That'll be a great time. And, of course, we always like seeing a little extra black and gold up there in Corinth as well. Yes, so anytime anybody can come out to help support us, I'll be gladly uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know, the kids uh, love that, you know. Uh, I think Miss Charlotte and uh, Austin drove down to mm, our sure uh, state championship uh, down to uh, – well, it may have been the region championship. I can't remember which one it was. But anyway, they came down, drove down, and the kids really liked that, brought hats. So uh, that, that really inspired them to, you know, of course, you know, want to do a little bit better. So uh, I appreciate any time anybody can come out and support us. Absolutely. Wrap up the spring at Northwood down in Meridian. That seems to be the final uh, regular season stop every single year down there at the Lou Hart Invitational. It is. And so that will be no difference there. Then the postseason begins, and you're going over to Tunica National uh, Golf Club over there. Uh, and again, a place that I have never been to. Uh, I don't know if you have I as have. Well. It's been a while, but I have, I have played there. Yep. So that, that's kind of a, about as neutral as it gets. No golf playing members over in that northwest portion of the state, but Itawamba is the host, and that's where they're going to have it. And so you're Thoughts on Tunica National? Uh, you know, of course, I hadn't been there in several years, but uh, it used to be one of you know top courses around. Um, and so I believe uh, uh, we'll we'll go up there and play good. Um, you know, it, it's it's not uh, it can play uh, to our advantage too. I think it can play long. It's according to however they set it up. Uh, but uh, I, I look forward to going up there and standing around the casino, uh, you know, and just uh, seeing what the Delta you know holds there. Absolutely. And then uh, I told you we'd get back to Dancing Rabbit. We're back there for the district tournament and the big change there this year. First off, it's a great course. We're going to talk right. about that. But then districts this year for the first time going to be three days worth of, right. of golf. And so the national tournament's four days, so you're getting a day extra there than the normal two-day tournament we play in our conference. So your thoughts on that change, the three days, and the course itself? Yeah, so we just wanted to uh, be equal with everybody else. Uh, most other uh, conferences, uh, championships are three days. Uh, so it makes it 54 holes, um, and, you know, that's what I think is what's going to happen is, uh, you know, you're going to get a little bit better golf for as uh, if you do have a bad day, you can make it make it up. Um, and so it should separate uh, the ones that it need to be at nationals and who don't need to be there type deal. Um, and so, you know, we'll have to take – I'm assuming we'll take three teams again. Uh uh, we'll, we'll talk about that, I guess, in a minute. But uh, we, uh, but yeah, looking forward to going up there, uh, down there, and uh, seeing you know exactly how they got the course set up. Uh, love going to Dancing Rabbit. Uh, I'm not for sure which one uh, we're going to be playing. Um, I don't think that's been an, uh, officially announced. Mm -hmm. Uh, so whether it be the Isaiahs or the Oaks, but uh, either one of them, uh, looking forward to playing it. Absolutely. And in all goals, the road leads to Joplin this year for the national tournament, a place that where Tate thrived two years ago. That's where we want to end up as well, right? Right. Yeah, it, not only Tate, but uh, also Andrew. Andrew. Andrew had a great showing up there too. Andrew missed it, I think, by one stroke. Uh, so. For being an All-American. So, uh, you, you know, that that's uh, more of a like a – what I would call a delta style um, golf course too, for it's got some short trees, it's got some small oak trees type deal where it's tree lined, um, and it's got a also got a unique, got a railroad track running right through the <laughs> right middle in of the it. Middle. Um, and so you have to stop, uh, you know, 
on a far three than let the let the train go by before you can hit. So it's unique in that area. But uh, yes, hoping. And praying that we have the team to get back to Joplin. Absolutely. So we'll, of course, talk a whole lot more about that as the year goes on. But right now, Coach, before we get off air, I want you to talk in length, if you can, about the six young men that make up your roster this year because you've got some talent. We want to give those guys some praise before this year begins. Yes. So, uh, of course, you got Cody and uh, Cleveland coming back from Red Bay, Alabama. Uh, of course, he, he was really one of our leaders last year. Hmm. Uh, I expect none on the list of this year being one of our leaders. Uh, but I also got Alex uh, Tatum that's coming back from Hickory Flat. So that's my two sophomores. And then I've got four freshmen that came in. Um, and uh, more or less, that'll be led by Jackson Williams. Jackson is from Salem, Alabama, which went to Smith Station High School, mm -hmm. big 7A school down, uh, down there close to the Georgia line, right out outside of Auburn. So uh, I believe he's really going to be a, a threat for as uh, the scoring and everything. Uh, I, I really liked the way he practiced, the way he plays. He's just a he's, – he's a great young man. Um, and then I've got uh, a kid from, uh, from Boonville, of course, Bryce Cooper. Uh, he, the local kid here, uh, Bryce is my only local kid that, mm -hmm. that I signed this time. So, uh, looking forward to see what he does. Uh, he's, he's been playing great uh, so far. Um, just, you know, he, he's, we, we're going to work on a few things and try to polish up a few things. And he's just got some raw talent and, and looking forward to that. Uh, then I've got uh, one kid from uh, Puckett High School, uh, Breland Woods. Uh, mm -hmm. Breland's right out I, I believe right outside of Brandon, that's where Puckett is. Mm -hmm, right. Uh, and so uh, looking forward to, you know, to seeing exactly what Breland brings to the table. Um, he's got a unique swing uh, that we they would say it. It's a little on the slower motion than some somebody else that's a little bit faster. Uh, but, uh, you know, Breland, uh, you know, I, I think Breland's going to uh, play tremendously good for us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, but, you uh, you know, it, when you, anytime you can get a kid from down south that they come this far up, um, that that helps. Uh, then I've got one more kid from out of state, uh, from Memphis. Uh, well, he actually I think originates in Germantown, mm -hmm. um, but uh, his name's Eric Webb, and so he was a kid that you know, uh, you know, fortunate that uh, throughout the COVID and all this kind of stuff uh, was supposed to I think went to um, Christian Brothers I believe and. Um, they ran out. They ran out of scholarships for him. Type deal. Coach calls me and says, "Hey, do you got a spot for this kid?" And uh, you know, that's how that's how he showed up here. So, looking forward to seeing exactly what uh, this kid's going to bring to the table too. But uh, he's very quiet. Uh, don't say a lot. Um, but uh, looking forward to seeing what the whole team can bring. Uh, seeing what six. Uh, and seeing what my top five is going to look like. Still hadn't nailed that down yet. So, uh, the next two weeks, you know. We, we got to figure that out. That's right. It's right here upon us. It's September 18th and 19th, as we just mentioned. So as you look at this group of six, what do you think maybe the strengths, weaknesses, how excited are you about the group overall? Well, uh, you know, I think we're we're better than we was uh, for, as I know, the fall of last year. Uh, the spring is yet to be, you know, to be hold exactly what, what we have. Uh, but, of course, you just don't never know. On paper, we look really, really good. But uh, for as uh, some of these kids have not, um, maybe had the high far as recruiting level as some of the others that you see around the state. Um, but uh, I think once they put that T in the ground and they start, yeah, they'll line up well with the others. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. 
um, exactly how high we can get. But uh, I think uh, by the end of the year, we'll be ranked. Absolutely. I love that opportunity right there. Some bold statements there, and that makes me excited to hear that about this golf program. Look, uh, one more question about the schedule. We'll get involved. I was looking kind of at it last night before we recorded this, and it seems like uh, for the first time in a long time, the travel schedule may not be as strenuous on our guys as it has been in the past because, as I mentioned, both postseason tournaments are in the north or central part of Mississippi in Tunica and Philadelphia. We're hosting. Um, I know there's a regular season in Philadelphia as well, West Point. Um, do you think that may be advantageous, maybe less time on the road? Hopefully. Uh, you know, that's the thing about us is when you're all the way at the far top of the state and most of the time you play down south, uh, you know, that puts a string, you know, on me because uh, I'm the one of the only coaches that I guess I am the only one to coach that that, of course, drives every time that we go somewhere. So, yeah, that's tough to go out and have a, you know, a golf round of five hours, six hours um, and then getting a vehicle and ride six hours right back home. And so being out there walking with them, um, uh, you know, just going through the grind of that, uh, being hot, uh, you know, and you, then you get steel and get in the air conditioning. Sometimes you want to sleep, but uh, you know, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but you gotta, uh, you gotta drive these kids back home and get them back home safe. So, uh, yes, I'm looking forward to a lot closer venues. Uh, hopefully, you know, I know maybe less money that we spend. I know Chris Murphy will be glad to hear that. Uh, but uh, That's our first Chris Murphy reference on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. So, I'm not certain uh, what to think about that. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, hopefully we'll we'll spend less than, than we have in the past, maybe. Uh, I know we will on gas. Uh, I hope we don't. I hope we're going to Joplin. I hope we spend a well, lot of money. Well, you know, the, I'm talking about the forest. Well, that's cut, fair enough. Inside the state. Inside the state. Fair enough. Uh, and so, but yeah, I look, I hope and pray that we go to Joplin, but yeah, and take some out of the budget that way. But, uh, yeah, uh, I love the, the closer the places, you know, cause going to Mer Meridian is only three hours. It's not like, mm -hmm. you know, going to Gulf Coast, which is five hours. So absolutely. Uh, anytime we can stay North, I, I'd love to. Absolutely. This is Derek Devon to my right. He's the head golf coach of the Northeast Tigers and uh, coach. Again, we want to tell you, thank you for joining us today on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Um, admittedly now, Coach was a little anxious about getting on here, <laughs> um, but I think it went well. Ryan, by our producer today, what do you think? Th thumbs up for Mr. Moreland back there. That's Derek Devon, head golf coach of the Northeast Tigers. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank Looking you, Looking forward to watching you guys all year long. They started off September the 18th and 19th down at Masioka in West Point. Not a far drive from here. So y'all go down and support Coach Devo and the Tigers. When we come back, we'll talk about what's coming up this week at Northeast right here on the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Northeast Mississippi Community College has a storied and reverent past in athletics that identifies where we have been and a passion for success that indicates where we are going. Every former student athlete is a success story within themselves. And the pitch is a line shot into left field. The Tigers are going to walk it off and will walk their way in to the second round. What a gutsy performance. The Lady Tigers win. 70 to 65. Lady Tigers are going to steal one from Senatobia. Cannon fade away three. Wesley puts it back up. He's good. He's good. Wesley got it off. The Tigers have won the Region 23 championship. Put back the pass. Heed to the end zone. And touchdown, Tigers. Join us as we celebrate 75 years of athletic excellence at Northeast.
<clears throat> Welcome back one more time to the Tiger Town Sports Podcast. Appreciate Coach Derek Devon, our head golf coach. And after talking with him, Ryan, uh, he's got me fired up for a little golf action this coming school year. Yeah, you know, we've gotten to spend a lot of time with Devo the last several springs at the end of the semester, you know, going to Indiana and then mm -hmm. Missouri and, and spending time with the golf team there as they're competing at the national tournament. And he's always a good time, whether, you know, we're just talking out on the golf course or, or anything. He's, uh, he's really fun to be around. You know, the golf program obviously doesn't get as many looks as, say, uh, baseball is just not one of the major sports. But as far as consistency goes, they've been one of our better teams over the last five years. Yeah, they have. They always compete at a high level. You know, you look at every – at the end of every result or tournament that they play in, they're within the top three, you know, top four in, the, in every tournament. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good golf in this league. And as he mentioned, with sophomore Cody Cleveland returning, along with a batch of freshmen, I think this year's team, as he mentioned, his goal there to be nationally ranked and to get out to Missouri for the national tournament. That's a long ways away. They've got four great tournaments in the fall starting next week at Mossy Oak. We'll talk more about that on next week's podcast as well. Speaking of this week, we've got a busy week coming up here, Ryan Moreland, and it starts on this Tuesday evening with a first-ever meeting in volleyball between Northeast and ICC. You know, it's also it's always big when Northeast and Etiwamba get together. Doesn't matter any sport. You know, we That's could right. be playing a game of cards. It could be playing underwater yeah. basket waving. Yeah, yeah underwater basket is exactly right. And you know, especially when it's a first ever meeting in volleyball, that's even bigger because a lot of these girls they've probably played together, played oh, against no each question. other. They've yes. grown up together playing travel travel volleyball and everything so this is big not only for northeast at but for these girls as well that's right big for volleyball in our area as well at the high school level knowing that the two programs that serve them are competing against each other for the first time that will be a six o'clock first serve it's a blackout night for the volleyball program so if you're in the area you're watching the podcast on the first day it comes out on this tuesday uh the 12th of september uh, then we do hope that you will come out, uh, that you'll be a part of that. If you can't make it, we'll have it live for you on the Gold Channel of NEMCC TV. But again, it's a blackout theme, 6 o'clock first serve, Northeast and Itawamba. And uh, boy, what a great night it'd be for the Lady Tigers to pick up a first region win in program history, too. That's also on the line tonight. Yeah, that would be big. Your first region win against your uh, home rival in your first home conference game. That would be huge. Absolutely. Later on in the week, the Lady Tigers are going to be in the MUW Invitational. They've got four matches. So, again, I've they played six matches last week, five more this week. Uh, there's no rest for the Lady Tigers. And that's volleyball is a sport where you can do that more so than some of the others. But they've got four matches, two on Friday, two on Saturday. Both days they're starting bright and early at 9 a.m. Uh, you can find uh, links to who they're facing, uh, stats, and all of that good information on our athletic website, nemccathletics.com. So we're wishing Coach Brenda Mays and her Lady Tigers the best of luck. Another full week of action coming your way. Uh, we've also got on this Tuesday fall softball. Coach Jody Long's softball team will get their fall underway. They're going up to Martin, Tennessee to face a Division One opponent in UT Martin. And same thing we mentioned uh, with baseball, Ryan. They're looking for reps and, and to find out who the, those puzzle pieces will be for the spring, too. Yeah, you know, fall results, like, you, well, like we said earlier, they don't mean anything. Yep. You want the reps and you want, to see, you want to put some guys and girls in position, in different positions that they might not see in the spring mm -hmm. and see if they can – make those plays if they're uncomfortable, if they're comfortable, just what can they do? That's right. Also, we mentioned fall baseball. They're at home Friday now. Uh, they will have one of their three fall home dates. That's the 15th of September. It'll be a little triple header. 
First off, Northeast taking on rival Northwest at 11 a.m. Now, we're going to have that game for you on the black channel of NEMCC TV Friday morning, so keep that in mind. If you're stuck at work, we'll have that game and that game only on the black channel of NEMCC TV, so a little rivalry action to get that day underway. Then at around 2 o'clock, we'll have Northwest against Northwest Shoals from over in Alabama, and then the nightcap at around 5 o'clock will be Northeast and Northwest Shoals. So a full day of baseball here at the Plex. No better way to kick off a weekend, right? It seems like uh, there's always baseball going on over there, <laughs> whether it's Northeast High School or, or anything. There's always baseball going on over there, but that's a good way to get the weekend started. And it's a good investment playing at the Plex and being able to host these type of events. And mm -hmm. so as part of that expanded fall schedule, this is the first of three home dates for Coach Harrelson and the baseball team. Again, thinking ahead to next week, Coach Harrelson will be here on our podcast talking about a little fall ball and all of those good things he's got going on in his program as well. Of course, uh, the big game this week, football, will be in week two of their 2023 season. Ryan, we're going to make our longest road trip of the season uh, to a place that uh, we've been to enough here lately for basketball, that's for sure. Um, but we're going to be going down to Pearl River Community College to take on the Wildcats. Uh, Tigers, of course, as we mentioned, 1-0 after beating Hines. Pearl River lost to Holmes in week number one. So you know they'll be looking to defend their home turf and get into the win column as well this week. Yeah, you know, last season Pearl River was able to squeak past us in week two, and that game was here. So now we're going to – this year we're going to make the trip down there. That's a long trip, as you, as you said, we made it. Uh, several times over the yeah, last couple you, of years. You and I and Elijah are very well versed in that. So are our play-by-play -play announcers, yeah. Carter and Jody. Uh, we know the path to Poplarville quite well. Yeah, so if, so if you need to – if you don't know where it is, just, just follow <laughs> yeah, us. If you need we, directions, we can hook yeah, you up. I promise you. Yeah, we got you. But, you know, like you said, Pearl River, they lost a home. So, you know, they're going to be ready. They want their first win. And, you know, we're making the five-hour uh, trip down there. So it's tough to – go on a bus that long and and then have to play and then you're going to get have to get back on the bus and and make it back but you just got to be go down there and ready to play and execute. That's right, and it's going to come down to us, and that's one thing Coach Davis says all the time. You can watch the, our coaches show with him before the game each week on NEMCC TV, but like you mentioned against Hines, and I'm sure the message will be again, it's going to be about us and what we do and not necessarily about what Pearl River presents as well. Um, again, they're going to be looking to get that first win. They didn't score. They got shut up by Holmes. Mm -hmm. so they're going to be looking for their first points as well, and you know they're going to install a few new things this week probably to, to tweak that offense, and so – uh, the film may not be as good as what normally you might get. But uh, either way, it's going to come down to our execution, and it, hopefully we could play as good as well, as well or maybe a little better if we did against Hines. And then uh, even though you go five hours on the road, maybe you can come up with a good result. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can watch all the film you want to, and you can see what they're going to do. But, you know, if you know you're supposed to make this read and, and everything, then, you know, you control what you control, and you let everything else take care of itself. Mm -hmm. And in this case, if – We'll just make all our right reads and everything, and then we'll walk away 2-0 and That's coming home goal. Thursday night. Absolutely. So it's Northeast at Pearl River Thursday night, the 14th, a 7 o'clock kickoff in Poplarville. Our NEMCC TV Black Channel airtime will be at 6.30 p.m., so make sure you tune in for the pregame show at 6.30. We'll hear from Coach Davis. Carter and Jody will be on the air giving you the starting lineups and all the pregame information that you need to get ready for week two as Northeast will visit Pearl River. So, Ryan, we've got this week baseball at home Friday, softball's on the road Tuesday at UT Martin. We've mentioned a lot of volleyball. Football is in week two. What about one more? <laughs> Can we get a fifth sport in there? We can. <laughs> Men's basketball on Friday will be part of the Mississippi Juco Trail down in East Mississippi. Uh, they'll be taking part in that workout session for four-year coaches at 11:15. So if you're a four-year coach watching this, remember our Tigers will be down there uh, taking part in that workout session. And that just leads to another point <laughs> that we're right around the corner from a little round ball action. 
yeah, you know, just when you think you you don't you can't take any more, we got basketball right there around the corner, and you know we all like basketball around here. That's mm-hmm. a lot of us in this area. That's what we grew up playing, especially right. me. So, you know, I look forward to basketball season a little bit more than to, than some other people, but. Uh, you know, it'll be good to get basketball going here in a couple months. Yeah, we've talked to Coach Ride off camera. We'll have him on here in a few weeks, but he's been talking about his talented squad as well. Uh, Coach Rhodes will be a part of the JUCO Trail next week for the women's side of things, and she's been talking about her squad as well. And so we'll have both of those head coaches on here during the month of October as they get ready for their respective seasons. So five different <laughs> sports have activities this coming week, and we hope you'll be a part of it here in Tigertown as well. The only home uh, events this week again will be Tuesday volleyball against Itawamba, six o'clock, and then baseball's triple header on Friday starting at 11 a.m. Again, our broadcast schedule Tuesday volleyball will be on the Gold Channel of NEMCC TV. Football Thursday at Pearl River on the Black Channel at seven o'clock, 6:30 year time, and then baseball 11 a.m. first pitch Friday morning for the Northwest game. Again, that game only will be on the Black Channel of NEMCC TV. Is that enough for the week, Ron? That's enough for me. That's enough for us, <laughs> and I think we'll put a bow on this podcast as a result. So we're looking forward to seeing you in Tigertown. Make sure you come see us, watch our events on NEMCC TV, and we appreciate you being here once again. Thanks again to our podcast guest, Derek Devon, head coach of our Golf Tigers. For Ryan Moreland, Elijah Brooks, our producer, I'm Blake Long, and saying we'll see you soon in Tigertown. Good afternoon, guys.